What's going on, everybody? I am Brian Matthews, your host, and this is Confessions of an Ugly Black Man. I'm going to be honest with you. I was on the fence about doing a podcast that is so controversial. Granted, I have touched on some pretty sketchy topics in the past, but this by far may be the most dangerous one I have ever done. Honestly, I find that really in this world today, there are a lot of things wrong. That's right, I said the world. And although things happen in the world and we're expected to be supportive and expected to be understanding, there are some realities that a lot of us have to face. There are some things that some of us have to say, should I? Now, see me, I was a soldier for 24 years. I was an American soldier. I joined the army when I was 19. I left mm, around 42 or so. See, there's nothing uncommon about that. See, people serve their country selflessly every day. Now, in regards to that, I'm no one special. Thousands have served before me, and thousands will serve after I'm gone. Now, while I was in, and I would look past that retirement date or that ETS end of service, I would say, I'm not worried about a job because Americans have a soft spot for veterans. And when I got out and the reality hit me, oh, I felt sadly mistaken. I was like, oh, <laughs> somebody pulled the wool over my eyes. And I want you, and if you're still in the military, I don't want to be like, oh, no, no, don't worry, don't trust nobody. No, if you're still in the military, I just want to say this. Don't trust those commercials. Don't trust those job fairs. Don't let them fool you. Yes, driving an Uber is a job. Sweeping somebody's floor, once again, is a job. But are we really saying that taking care of a veteran? I think not. But before we get into the topic at hand, let me just preface this by saying this one thing. What I'm about to talk about does not encompass everyone. Does not fit all Americans. But let me say this, if the shoe fits, then you need to wear it and wear them proud. And if you get mad at any time throughout what I'm about to say, well then bruh, I'm talking about you. Now back to the military. I joined the military to sacrifice potentially my life for my country, but that was my choice. And no one owes me anything for that choice. See, you think someone that served their country honorably Maybe, I don't want to say always honorably, but someone who served their country, I think we would call them a patriot. And being a patriot is as American as baseball and apple pie. Yet, being that American, sometimes I feel some type of way. I think I'm allowed to feel some type of way. So the other day I was listening to a commercial, I don't know if it was on TV or something, had to be on TV. And they were like, oh, we need to be good citizens and help our people who are in need. Help the Afghan refugees as they transition from their spot to here. And I'm like, oh, and I started to rub my chin. And my first words, because I live by myself and I verbalized it, of course. My first words were, why? And fuck them. That's right. I said, fuck them. And right now, a lot of you are like, oh, oh, it's this type of podcast. Yes, it is this type of podcast. Because why should I give a crap about people who are displaced from their third world situation? Why should we be giving them the same benefits that I've been trying to expect for the last 52 years? One thing I worry about is getting killed over a traffic stop or getting shot in the back because my phone looks like a gun. 
and I still to this day have not seen anyone trying to save me and when I say me I mean metaphorically minorities I have yet I have yet to see the United Nations the European nation or any country reach out and say hey America what the hell's going on stop that shit but up until George Floyd this was the first time people all over the world could not turn a blind eye to what's happening here in the United States. Things like the death of Martin Luther King, Jim Crow laws, segregation, that's just to name a few things. These things aren't new, they're malicious and dangerous. And do you know why all these other countries look the other way? Because I know they know about it. It's taught in history books. It's taught in social studies books. The reason why they look the other way, because these motherfuckers have some of the same rules and policies in place. They just call it something totally different. Let me drop some facts on you before you start calling me a paranoid conspiracy theorist or a delusional podcast with a hidden agenda, which I'm not. And of course I don't. But let's talk about China. Can we talk about China? So in China, there has been, since the 1960s, discrimination against African students in Chinese universities. And there's a known incident in 1988 with featured Chinese students rioting against African students who were studying Nanjing. And in 2007, anti-drug crackdown in Beijing basically targeting Africans. And even though the officials denied that they were targeting specific racial or ethnic groups, those groups said yes they were. And that they were getting drug tested far more frequently than anybody else from other regions. Now, if we talk about the European nation or the Europeans, a majority of those countries, you know, they're pro their culture, very proud of their culture. And there is a bias out there, a strong statement towards Muslims and people of Islamic descent. And this is more so since 9-11. So you see, racism isn't an American problem. But wait, let me qualify my statement. Not quantify, but qualify my statement. If an American who happens to go abroad is found out to be an American due to something he may have said, he or she may have said or done, or maybe through some general conversation, they're known as, hey, those are those Americans. If they should happen to be white or consider Anglo, it's possible that they still will be called an American unless they do something like us Americans do and become loud, then we're those loud Americans. But blacks, oh, oh, oh. but blacks, regardless of the region or where we may visit, going to the wrong place or going to a place where maybe we stand out, we're not called those Americans or even those loud Americans. We're called something else. Guess what we're called? Hmm? Yes, boys and girls, we're called the N-word. The N-word is worldwide, people. Understand this. They have it in every tongue and every language, just a different variation. Americans will justify the use of this word. They will say, oh, it means ignorant. Oh, hey, those guys say it in their rap songs, and when no one's around, I bet you they're saying in the rap, which I really give two shits about. But yet, when it's actually used in the manner that I understand to be used, it's always used towards blacks in a very derogatory manner. I know I said fuck the refugees. So here's the second reason why I said fuck them refugees. <laughs> no, just move from one to another. They're gonna get more opportunities once they get here. They're gonna get those opportunities that a lot of blacks or brown Americans can't get. Which is a really messed up thing because they're immigrants and we're not, we're home born. We're from here and this was gonna happen. They're gonna come to the United States. They're gonna live the American dream because the oppression where they're from is just so severe. 
They're afraid they're going to die for working with Americans. The lure of the capitalistic society is going to get them to ruling. And they're going to get that money and they're going to get established. And once they're established, man, they're going to start that good old American tradition of discrimination. That's right, they're going to discriminate against black and brown skinned people. And even though their skin is just as brown. Now, I'm sure one of the prerequisites for the loan is site location. Because you're not going to see those businesses in upscale neighborhoods. You're just not. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here playing the victim. Say, oh, minorities have it so bad. In fact, in fact... There are some stigmas out there that are spot on. I mean, I'm black all day, every day. And there are some neighborhoods I'm not going in because I don't even feel safe. I'm not going to even lie about that. So yeah, the BS that they have in place is often validated by the few who just can't get their shit together. Let me make this clear. There's always going to be systemic racism. There's just going to be. I don't care what we do, what we say, or how we do it. There's always going to be some form of systemic racism. Why? Because the right-wing conservatives keep those embers hot. See, these people are the same people who could give two shits about the refugees. But they're using the... I don't know how you explain it. But they're using the evacuation or the debacle of an evacuation, if we can call it that, as a reason to crucify the president. Why are they doing that? Because it fits their agenda. Look at Biden. We did him in office. He fucked it up. Yeah, that's exactly how they're setting up. Because before then, they were like, no, Joe Biden has messed up this whole immigration thing, letting all these illegal immigrants just come across the border. The simple fact of the matter is, now it means something because they can make him look bad. And I don't care what you say. You can ask a lot of people in the know Trump had something to do with all that crap prior to the execution of this failed extraction of Americans and some of those Afghani people. I'll be honest with you, for whatever reason you want to say it, the same people that hate me are going to eventually hate those Afghans, if not hate them immediately, because they're not American, that's why, and uh, we don't like them because they're not American. But I'm American, but they don't like me, but hey, they will at some point I'm not gonna lie to you. They will at some point feel the same type of, I don't know, uncomfortability in certain situations. The one thing that the right is good at is turning our own people against each other. See, this is invoking a form of tribalism that traces all the way back to slavery. You can say even back to Africa before they came here to the States. I'll even go as far as the Spanish-American War because my Mexican brothers and sisters also have the same thing i see it now here in texas check this out here in texas you have more mexican americans complaining about the border crossing than you do anyone else even though we're all affected and then for us i guess we have herschel walker who's now running for the senate don't herschel walker know that the right wing don't care for the lbgtq plus community and herschel walker's son is gay as fuck i'm not he's not gay he's motherfucker super gay so I don't know how that's going to work, but hey, he's Herschel Walker. And another thing about Herschel Walker, have you ever really listened to him speak? He sounds like one of them dumb motherfuckers who tries to articulate everything he says, but still sounds dumb. Listen to him. Uh, well, I'm going to run uh, for the Senate race because people need to be uh, held accountable for. DMF, shut the fuck up. We're not going to listen to you no more than we're going to listen to the black, white supremacists, Candace Owens. That's not going to do it. 
Now, there's going to come a time. There's going to come a time where these so-called conservatives, black conservatives, Hispanic conservatives, however you want to call it, Mexican American conservatives, however you want to call it, that you're going to look back and you're going to be saying, hey, I'm here. Pull me into the fold. And we're going to be like, hey, fuck you. Fuck you, Hodge Twins. Fuck you, Herschel Walker. Hey, Candace Owens. Fuck you. That's exactly how we're going to be. And we're going to close the door. It's going to be over. Now, I doubt we're going to go as far or extreme as what happened during World War II or after World War II with France. Oh, you don't know about that? How they snatched up those collaborators and they humiliated them, executed them, hung them, tried them. Yeah, it got pretty bad to be a quote-unquote collaborator. Now, like I said, I doubt we Americans would go to that extreme. The one thing American hates is a freaking traitor. I'm not going to sit there and call people out their name, but bottom line is this. You are what you are. I'm not going to call you a Tom. I'm not going to call you a sellout. I'm going to call you a traitor. You're the enemy of the state, dog. Enemy of the state. Yes, I know. I'm already getting hot. Go So I, I wouldn't take this pause and go get some popcorn because we about to get knee deep in this piece. Check this out. The title of this podcast is American Hypocrisy. That's what it is, American Hypocrisy. I know I've touched a little bit of racism and I've touched a little bit of this and that, but we're really about to get deeper into the hypocrisy. Hopefully you're listening and piecing all this together. Here in Texas, as well as in Florida, you have parents literally fighting the school. I mean, I say literally throwing knuckles, fighting. There's a parent in Florida who snatched up a kid because of she was married or because she was wearing a mask. They're fighting literally over mass mandates. That's the conservatives. That's these conservatives because they don't give a shit about public safety. Constantly trying to debunk that the COVID-19 Delta variant, the increase is now touching our children. Now the public are saying we shouldn't be forced to wear masks, that we shouldn't have to wear masks, but that's what they're saying. But yet the Republicans are turning around. They just passed an abortion bill that states that no, no, abortions after six weeks no terminations of fetuses after six weeks will be legal but yet they're telling me they're saying hey you shouldn't have to wear a mask but you should not be able to take care of your body just in case you were raped or you were raped by a parent and now that you can have a baby that's a daddy uncle really that's how bad it is you're not gonna tell me that it's not a tad bit twisted there's a lot of ignorant people out there there's a lot of people running around uh saying they're not gonna wear the mask i'll be honest with you and i mean this and i'm not threatening no one come at me sideways if you want to you're going to sleep i'm knocking you the fuck out you come at me talking crazy i see this stuff on tiktok all the time i see it on youtube all these people jump they jump up because they know that there's a lot of people who are tolerant of stupidity i'm not one i'm gonna knock you the fuck out i'm gonna punch you right in your motherfucking mouth that's exactly what's gonna happen and they'll be like "Ooh, world star that's exactly what's gonna happen so yeah keep your distance while i'm wearing my mask because i'm going to be respectable of the person that's next to me but check this out this is why it really pisses me off now you get this one guy this one guy he's like i am not wearing a mask i have not been vaccinated i'm not doing this i'm not doing that fool turns around boom gets COVID 19. guess what they give this fool to bed no nah, no nah, fuck that don't give him no bed put him on the bottom of the list put him at the bottom of the list no nah, no nah, put him in a tent out back and would give him a prescription of tylenol and just like ivan draga said if he dies he dies but seriously, COVID is getting so bad right now that 
people with actual conditions other than COVID may die due to lack of availability of bed space. Did that make you think? Am I honestly making you think? Check out this story. This is no BS. This is 100%. And this is going to go all the way back to the very beginning if you were paying attention. An Army veteran, his name is Daniel Wilkinson, or Wilkinson, started feeling sick last week. He went to the hospital in Belleville, Texas, outside of Houston. His health problem wasn't related to COVID-19, but Wilkinson needed advanced care. Now with all the beds filling up with the coronavirus victims or whatever, he couldn't get a bed. And guess what? He died. He died because he could not get the medical care because of all these people who had COVID-19. And I'm not saying the people who had COVID-19 weren't weren't the ones that were probably doing the right thing, getting the vaccinations. They just got caught up because yes, you can get vaccinated and still get the virus. I'm thinking a lot of people that I know who've been vaccinated and got the virus, they haven't been hospitalized. A lot of people who haven't been vaccinated taking up beds and now this proud American, this army veteran, a man who loved this country, who survived two tours of Afghanistan, came back with a purple heart, was taken out by a gallstone. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that fucked up? But you want me to care about some fucking refugees? Come on, we work for Americans and we're in fear for our life. Hey, that's a business decision that you made. You knew the risk when you wanted to work with Americans, when you want to fuck around with the Taliban, you knew the risk. That's all I'm saying, you knew the risk. And lastly, for all those who have made it, who are no longer in the struggle, don't be turning your nose down to those of us who are. Because understand this, just because you've made it and you have money, don't mean you're no more accepted. And this is for my black, brown, anybody, Asian, anyone that's considered minority. Just understand this, especially for you black people, just because you got money, don't mean you're no more accepted. You're just a notable spirit chucker with some extraordinary athletic skill. Hell, ask Colin Kaepernick, ask Simone Biles, and most notable, why don't you ask Muhammad Ali? Oh, how quickly they turn on you when you are a free thinker and you go against their quote unquote agenda. And although many of you may question why me as a black man would serve in the military, knowing that there have been times that the American people, that America hasn't always loved me back, I will say this, every country has its dirty past. No one comes to the table with clean hands. But I was born in the United States, son of the Lone Star State, and I'll be damned if I claim any other country. I love my people, I love my culture, and everything that makes me one badass American. I may not like a lot of shit that happens here in the United States, and a lot of shit that happens here may not be right. But just like grunt style, because I have lived it, fuck up if you want to. This will defend. I'm Brian Matthews, and you've been fed.